You're listening to The Simple Truth with Pastor Dion Cordova of Truth Ministries Calvary Chapel. The Lord God will be with you through the flood, through the fire, through the storm. Here's something else. God will make what the devil meant for evil for your good, just like he did Joseph. Even though the devil might trip you up, mess you up, knock you down, he will make it turn around for your good. Isn't that awesome, guys? He's involved in the timeline. He is with you. As Pastor Dion discusses what God's like today, he reminds us how good and powerful God is. But this raises the question, if God is in control, why do bad things still happen? Pastor Dion acknowledges that we live in a broken world that is stained by the sin of humans. But he also reminds us that God is with us through all our suffering. While bad things are inevitable this side of eternity, God will not leave or forsake his children. Furthermore, he'll actually take all of those bad things that happen and work them for good. Now let's join Pastor Dion in the book of Daniel chapter 2 as he continues his message, What is God Like? God said that when Babylon was in power, the gold head. Well, you know, you know who followed Babylon? Persia, Medo-Persia, exactly as God had said it. You know who followed Medo-Persia? Greece, exactly as God had said it. You know who followed Greece? Rome, exactly as God had said it. You know who's going to follow, who's going to be coming soon? The kingdom of the Antichrist. And it's all as God said, because he planned it all. And then stop and think about all the details of the Messiah that he gave us. Where he would be born, how he would be born, you know, every specific, when he would be born, every specific detail. Man. So how does God know? Because he lives outside of time and space and he knows the beginning from the ending. Look, look at your neighbor and say, God's amazing. Just look at him and say, God's amazing. He does that, right? So listen. Listen to what God has said about himself regarding his eternity. Isaiah 46 verse 9. Remember the things that I have done in the past, God said. For I alone am God. I am God and there is none like me. Only I can tell you the future before it even happens. Everything I plan will come to pass for I do whatever I wish. That's our God. In that verse, God disclosed that he's not only eternal, but that he is also transcendent, which means above all. And that he is sovereign. Everybody say those two words. Transcendent and sovereign. What does that mean? God is king of kings and lord of lords. God answers to no one and no one compares. God has no equal. He is not the yin and the devil the yang. No way. The devil doesn't come close to our amazing God. There is no one. There is no one that can give God counsel. 
There is no one that can give him competition or contend with his decisions. All other gods are inferior. They've been created, they've been fashioned, or they've just been imagined. But not our God. God, Our God is uniquely and completely self-existent and self-sufficient. He doesn't need anybody to hold him up. He doesn't... I mean, it's awesome. God created all things. How many things? All things. He created all things and He maintains all things. Colossians chapter 1, verse 16 and 17 says this, For by Him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, All things were created through Him and for Him, and He is before all things, and in Him all things consist. God created it all. So God is God, and God is in control. Let's say it out loud. God is God, and He's what? God is in control. Now guys, the thought that God always has been is hard to grasp. You know, especially to our puny, finite minds. But the thought that God will always be is so assuring to me. Because kings and kingdoms will rise and they'll fall. History will come and go. But the Lord will remain forever. I love it. I don't know exactly what the future holds, but I know who holds my future, right? Who does? Who holds our future? The eternal, transcendent, sovereign God who is also, here's a word, immutable. Say it out loud. He's what? Immutable. Means that He never changes. Look at your neighbor and say He never changes. Listen. Listen to God's disclosure of Himself about being unchangeable. In the Old Testament, God said this in Micah 3.6, I am the Lord and I do not change. And in the New Testament book of Hebrews, here's what God said, Hebrews 13.8, I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. Listen, God doesn't get moody. He doesn't get tired. He doesn't get frustrated. He doesn't age. His attention span doesn't shrink. He doesn't change his mind. God doesn't change. Say it out loud. God doesn't change. And because of that, neither does his love. Neither does his forgiveness. Neither do his promises. Oh, wow! They are the same yesterday, today, and forever, just like Him. I love it. All right. So God has basically disclosed to us that He is eternal, that He is transcendent, that He is sovereign, that He never changes, And God has also disclosed to us that He sees and knows everything. He is, here's the big $10 word, omniscient. Everybody say it out loud. Omniscient. 
Now the word omni in that means unlimited. The word shient means knowledge. He is omniscient. He is unlimited knowledge. He has unlimited knowledge. Now because God is eternal outside of time and space, God has this unlimited knowledge. So God is never shocked. And you do things that would shock a lot of people. But God is never shocked. God is never surprised. God is never amazed. God never wonders. I wonder. And he never guesses. Wow. That's who holds you. He never guesses. He sees and knows everything. Say it out loud. What? He sees and knows everything. So look at your neighbor and say, uh-oh. He sees and knows everything. And he knows not just the big eventful stuff. He knows every little detail of our individual lives. God knows everything about us. You know, the Santa Claus song that hails St. Nick as all-knowing, you know, He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness sake. You know that song? That's false doctrine. Only God is all-knowing. Sorry, Santa Claus, you're just, it's just not. Only God is all-knowing. But He knows all of that. And God doesn't, I mean, he knows every detail of our lives. But, I mean, it's not just the, the, the shallow stuff, all right? He knows it's not just your favorite color, your favorite food, or your favorite hobby. He knows us on an intimate level. Stop, now, stop and think about it. I mean, because I could spend a little bit of time with you, and I could, you know, learn a few things about you. Oh, but, but God knows you much deeper than just what your favorite food is and what your favorite color is and, you know, where you work. He knows every little detail at an intimate level. In fact, God told Jeremiah, and us as well, we're in here included. He said, I knew you when you were in your mother's womb. I fashioned you. You guys get that? I fashioned you. Like an artist that's making a painting. Like a construction worker that's building something. I, I fashioned you. God knows, not, not just that, that part, but He knows our everyday life and movements. Our thoughts and our words. He knows them even before we do. That's how well He knows you. He knows what you're going to say before you say it. He knows what you're going to think before you think it. He knows what tickles us and what terrifies us. In fact, look at Psalm 139, verse 1. Here's what it says. O Lord, You have examined my heart and You know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts even when I am far away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say even before I say it, Lord. The Bible I mean, has so much more, reveals so much more about God's complete knowledge. In fact, he told David, that, and therefore us as well, that he has every one of our tears in a bottle. 
He knows every single reason that you cry. Every one of those tears, He knows what was behind it. And He knows every single detail. Jesus said God knows when a sparrow falls to the ground. He knows how many hairs are on our head. He knows every day of our life to the last day even before we have lived one of them. Wow. He knows us. Look at your neighbor and say, He knows you. God's knowledge is infinite. Listen, and God doesn't just know every detail about you, but He cares. Everybody say it out loud. He what? Now that's a whole lot more than some of the, some of the people that know you real well, right? In fact, that's the reason they don't care, because they know you too well. But not God. He knows every detail of your life, and yet He cares. Here's the next word, what God has described Himself. It's eminent. Everybody say it out loud. Eminent. He is close by. Not Listen, He is eminent and omnipresent. Say the two words. Eminent and omnipresent, which means ever-present. See, as we read earlier, God doesn't just create the world, you know, wind it up and let it go. And he says, that's a, that start creation, start of the timeline, let's, you know, just see where this thing goes. God doesn't just do that. Oh, no, no, no. God maintains every detail. He is present and involved in His creation. He makes sure the sun keeps burning. He makes sure that the waves keep coming in. The tide keeps coming in. He makes sure that the earth keeps spinning. He makes sure that everything stays completely as He, des as he desires. And including you. Look at your neighbor and say, including me. He maintains every detail. He, is not just, he didn't just create us and then just let us go. <laughs> no, no. He neither slumbers nor sleeps. He orders our steps and He directs our paths. I mean, think about this. On that timeline, you and I are microscopic dots on that timeline. Seemingly insignificant and invisible. But God designed you. He knows you. He loves you. <laughs> Which is mind-blowing, right? He knows you that well and still loves you. He involves Himself in your life, ordering your steps. I explain it like this. I am one of those microscopic dots on that timeline. And yet, God fashioned me, put me together, my personality, my, my abilities, my strengths, my weaknesses. He put me together and fashioned me specifically for His purpose. He is, loves me and He calls me. He did all that just for you guys. See, uh, he, he did that just... He, and, and, and guys, He orders my steps and He directs my paths. I mean, the microscopic little dot, you and I, He does all of that. Not just saying, okay, well, let's see where this goes. He's involved in guiding and directing our lives. Wow. Look at your neighbor and say, it's just, it's just mind-blowing, right? Now, I know you might be thinking, well, if God knows everything and He is ordering our steps, then why do bad things happen to us? Look at your neighbor and say, huh? Right? Well, I'll answer that question for you. 
First, because of the fall. Adam and Eve's sin brought with it death, disease, depression, and disaster. All right? We are fallen men, fallen women in a fallen world. You guys got that? So bad things happen to everyone because we're in a fallen people in a fallen world. Second, there's an enemy that's loose on the timeline. Jesus said it is the devil and he comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He walks around as a roaring lion seeking who to devour. To sift us as wheat, Jesus said. So bad things happen. Even though God's ordering our steps, He's navigating us through, through life, that little microscopic dot, bad things still happen. But here's the good news. Even though there were fallen men in a sinful world, and even though there's an enemy that's loose on the timeline, God doesn't leave us alone. He is ever-present. He said that He will be with us. That He will keep us. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want right? In fact, Psalm 139 verse 7 says it like this. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the farthest oceans, even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night, but even in darkness I cannot hide from you. To you the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same to you. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me when I was being formed in utter seclusion as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. And every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O God. They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They are outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. That's some great... Wow. God tells us in that passage that His presence is here. It is there. It is everywhere. He is with you at conception. He is with you during your gestation. He is with you at birth. And He is with you every day of your life through your trials and your triumphs, through your tragedies and your triumphs. He is with you every single day. He knew what you were going to be going through. Loss, disease, sickness, depression. He knew every single one of those things. And you know what? He is with you no matter what. He will never abandon us or leave us alone. Isn't it awesome, guys? Through hell or high water. In fact, another Bible verse says it like this. It says, this is what God said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will be with you always unto the end of the age. Through hell or high water, you will never walk alone. God's presence will be with you every step of the way. 
In fact, let's listen to God's promise in Isaiah 43, verse 1. Fear not, for I have redeemed you, says the Lord. I have called you by your name. You are mine. And when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. For I, the Lord your God, I am with you. Isn't that awesome, guys? The Lord God will be with you through the flood, through the fire, through the storm. Here's something else. God will make what the devil meant for evil for your good, just like he did Joseph. Even though the devil might trip you up, mess you up, knock you down, he will make it turn around for your good. Isn't that awesome, guys? He's involved in the timeline. He is with you. So I'll say this. Our God is a great, big God. Say it out loud. Our God is a great, big God. So trust Him with your life. Because the bigger your God, the smaller your troubles. The bigger your God, the smaller your trials. The bigger your God, the smaller your terrors. We serve a great Big God. Our God is a great big God. Let's say it again. Our God is a great big God. Did you get it? It's mind-blowing. How awesome God is, and yet how attentive He is to us. How involved He is in our microscopic lives. You matter which is just amazing. But that's our God. That's the God we serve. So don't let the devil, depression, don't let discouragement, don't let defeat, don't let disaster, hey, don't let them spoil you. Because you serve a great big God who is with you always and will navigate you through every detail. He knows what you're going through. He knew you would go through it. And He is saying, I'm right here. I'm right here. And I will see you through. Wow. Father, we want to say thank You for disclosing Yourself to us. For helping us be able to grasp mentally at least a little bit of who You are and what you're about. I pray, Father, that we would leave here encouraged, knowing that you are with us, that you are constant and never changing. Father, thank you. We serve you completely and totally, entrusting our lives to you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thanks for joining us here on The Simple Truth with Pastor Dion Cordova. Pastor Dion has been taking it down to the foundation in the current series, laying out the basics of the faith. Doesn't going back to the basics just sound lovely? 
Take away all the cares of the world, drop off your adult worries and responsibilities, and go back to the time of Jesus loves me, this I know. The foundation of our faith rests on that one extraordinary truth. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves you. How do we know? The Bible tells us so, over and over, in a million different ways. So, how is this time of resting on the simple truth felt to you? Can you feel the love of Jesus surrounding you? He wants you to feel that way all the time, in every situation. So, when you leave this holy space with the Lord, take His love with you. And here's the truth, my friend. The more time you spend in the Word with Jesus, the more you'll know and feel His love for you. If you're not ready to leave this space just yet, don't worry. You can stick around. Pastor Dion has many more messages of God's love, and they're all stored on our YouTube page. Just head on over there next to continue in the Word. The Simple Truth is a ministry out of Truth Ministries Calvary Chapel in Española, New Mexico. To find out more about us and find our church, head on over to tmcalvary.com. Once again, that's tmcalvary.com. We'd love to have you come see us sometime. And with that, we have come to the end of our time together. Come back next time to soak in more love right here on The Simple Truth. Let us join our hands and together we stand. Together we